Brandon Brands. Hey everyone, this week we're talking about chasing dreams and breaking routines. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, and I believe that building a brand that matters is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. You know, each week I bring you marketing and branding advice, not just from me, but also from interviews with top marketers who know the theory, know all the best strategies, and also entrepreneurs that have executed, that have built brands from scratch. These are the topics that I know will help your business move forward. Hit me up at brandonbrands.com. I do want to talk to you. I do want to get to know you, but it's also where I share a lot of these tips in blog form. You can find my episodes. You can find the communities that I've built to help you move your business forward. Check it out. I do want to connect with you. And I do appreciate your time. I don't want to take it for granted that your time is short and valuable. I do appreciate you listening. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for letting me go on this journey with you. If you get a chance, I do appreciate you stopping by and subscribing to the podcast so that you get it every week, leaving a rating, but also a review, a written review really helps this podcast move forward. So thank you in advance for your time. Again, we're talking about chasing your dreams and breaking those routines. Something that's been really relevant to me this year as I turned 40 in January. And that was a big number for me. I don't know why I can't explain why a round number means anything, but I can't say I've been thinking about 40 since I was 39 and I've been working actually towards figuring out what it's going to take for me to accomplish my goals moving forward into, you know, the next 10 and 20 years of my life and what those goals are. And this number, this random round number is what's got me thinking about it. And, you know, in doing some research and some soul searching and looking around, you know, I did find that they do, there are statistics and surveys and things that say that once you hit 40, you do a lot of your best work. There's a a lot of achievement that happens after 40. And I imagine that's because you've, you know, you bring a lot of life experience to that point. And maybe you're a little more grounded in who you are and the kind of things you chase. I don't exactly feel like that all the time. I'm still, you know, figuring out exactly what it is that I'm trying to do Um, But every day I'm conscientiously thinking about what it is that I want to accomplish. And I kind of tweak and change those goals along the way. But in doing that, you know, this year was a big year in in that I had to decide, you know, where I wanted to go. You know, do I want to stay on the straight and narrow on a path that I had built for myself that was pretty safe and it had provided a good living for me. It provided a good a good foundation for my family so that I know that we have all the things that we need to to survive and to thrive. And that road I've been on for a really long time. I've definitely put the work in to make sure I'm growing and accelerating and doing things that put me at an advantage 
to to have a strong career and a strong personal life and mental health and physical health and all that. But it was very safe. And I, I think that's a little bit what I want to talk about today, because at some point there's this urge, at least there was for me, to think about, you know, the roads less traveled and why there are even, you know, what are the motivations behind how we think and make these decisions. And my mind gets drawn to this idea of a journey, this idea of a road that we all are on. And when I paint this picture of a road, I think that there's a few different types of tracks. And I'd like to explain some of that to you. Growing up in LA, there's obviously a lot of traffic and having to deal with that every day. Maybe that's what puts roads on my mind. But the funny analogy that I like to think about is, you know, if I want to get somewhere, there's a couple of things that determine what time I'm going to get there. And some of those things are the pace I travel. So how fast I'm going and what are the things in the way that slow me down and the road I take to get there, the routes, the directions, am I taking the straightest route? Am I avoiding pitfalls along the way? Am I getting off the freeway? Am I getting back on? So it's how fast I'm going and the route I take to get there, which also might affect how fast I'm going. Those two things encounter a lot of variables, but they typically affect where I'm going in my destination. I'm starting to think about life the same way. There are a few things that help motivate me and get me to where I'm going, and there are things that get in the way. But a lot of what I do and how fast I get there have to do with the roads I take and how quick I move to, to get there. So in terms of the roads, I think there's this road that I've been on personally, and I'd like you guys to think about the roads that you've been taking. And I think we jump off and take different tracks along the way. It's not one road your entire life, but I like to think about three roads. The first one that popped in my head is the one that I had been on for a long time, which is the routine road. This is the best lit road. This is the one where everything's easy. There are pit stops along the way. There are fans in the stands that you know are your friends and your family that are like, just keep on doing what you're doing. Things are working. Uh, it's all left turns. There's not much change. There's not much growth, but it is safe. And it's one big loop and you go through it over and over and over and you kind of end up where you started. And I think we all hit this. Once we find something, we've made some growth. We've found some advantage. We've got taken on a new job. We've started a new relationship. Once we've achieved something, I think we all like to pull off into that routine road because whatever that new thing is that we've discovered or found or achieved for ourselves, we want to continue that. We want that feeling that we have to continue. So we say, let's, whatever this is, let's stick with it for a while and do whatever we can not to rock the boat. Let's enjoy it while it lasts and just keep going in circles. <laughs> and the funny thing about that is eventually that road gets a little tiresome. I guess we could all find our happiness at different points, but for a lot of us, I think growth is inherent with our happiness. And it doesn't all have to, it doesn't have to be every day you are achieving greatness and making huge leaps and bounds, but I do think you need to be making progress. And I think that's where the routine road gets in our way and causes a little bit of unhappiness along the way is that you're not exactly growing, you are enjoying the thing that you were had achieved yesterday, which then becomes two days ago, then becomes a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. And then before you know it, it's been 20 years and you're on the same road and you start to forget what that feeling was of why you liked this road in the first place. 
So the routine road is the first one. I think a lot of us are on that at different points in our lives or different points of our days or whatever it is, because routine is comfort. It is safety. It is security. It is the thing that offers us the most view into what the future is going to look like, because it's similar to what where we are right now. The second road I like to talk about, I'm going to call the hero hill. And this is the clear path that we can see towards those small improvements in our lives. So you're on the routine road. You start to see different roads where you can get off and make an improvement. And that might be the promotion that you see coming. That might be the next job along the way. That might be the idea that you have to improve something in your life, the next relationship, the next business idea, whatever the thing is, you start to have an idea of what that next thing can be. You start to have a picture in your head, essentially, of a new goal. And it may not be a big goal. It might be something personal to you. It could be any size, but it is something different and something that either you've now been prepared for because of the routine you've been on, or it's something that you start to prepare for now that you've seen this new goal as an idea. And that inspiration can come from a lot of places. It can come from colleagues that you have that you want to aspire to be like them. It could be from something that bad that's happened that you now want to start to change your life and do something different. Uh, it could just be that you're bored and you start to, in that boredom, seek out new adventure. So that hero hill is, I'd say, those small improvements in our lives that help us along the way. And I've done that in most of my career. I'd say every, you know, one to three years, I've figured out, okay, I, you know, now's the time to be making a change in my life. So what can I do to make that improvement? And I'd even say that at certain ages, like at 40, uh, you start to think, what is the next thing that I need to be doing to make sure that I'm still making some kind of progress? Because that progress is important to my self-confidence and how I feel about my success in life and, and the goals I'm setting. But you are setting goals uh, very short term. And it does move slowly. It's, you know, you might have set that goal, but you're moving towards it at a pace that is designed by the route that, that's ahead of you. So, you, you know, there might even kind of tr encounter traffic or roadblocks. At least you have a goal in sight, but you're getting there at the pace that is determined by the, the environment. And although it's a clear path, it does move slow. There's a lot of turnouts along the way. Uh, you might think you have a promotion coming. You may not get it. So you're going to wait another year to be the next in line or you're ready for a change, but you're waiting for a spot to open up or you're ready for a girlfriend, but you're waiting for that to meet the right person, whatever that thing is uh, in your life, you at least have something you want to drive towards, but it's a slow path to get there and you have the patience to wait for it. Uh, but it is a, a bit of a, a hill. It's a slow hill. It's a goal-driven hill, but it is a hill. And the pace is, may not be what you're looking for to, to get there. And we can get off and on that whenever we want. There are stoplights along the way. Uh, and when you're ready to climb, you may have to wait in a, in a line. You may have to wait a, a, for a light change. You may have to wait for something to happen, some catalyst that's determined by the environment and not by you yourself. And that means that other people or environmental issues have control of how far you can go along the road, along that way. So at least you're moving forward and you're making progress. But there, the negative of that is you start to feel that that control of the achieving that goal that you're looking for, that control isn't yours. That control is somewhere outside of you. And whether that's a person, a boss, uh, an environment. Uh, a job experience you don't have, the resume that's not perfect, 
that thing you need to do first before you can be prepared to take the next step. All those excuses that get in the way of you achieving the thing you want to achieve right now, all that are things along the road that get in the way. And like I said, moving along to where you want to go is determined by your pace and the road you choose. So if you're on this road, that pace is determined by what's on the road. And if, you determine, if you're determined to stay on that road and not get around the things and find faster ways to get there, you are beholden to the speed of the road you are on. And I don't personally love having uh, letting other people have control. And I have felt that urge myself to say, I am tired of other people being in charge of what I can accomplish. And every time I feel that I start to look for different roads and different ways to to get around and to hack my way to growth in my personal life, my professional life, whatever it is. And what's funny about that too is the further along you get in this this hero road is what we're calling it. Uh, the further you get, I feel like it's not just a, a steady incline. I feel like it's a bit of a, a continually increasing decline that as you get higher and higher and your goals get better and better, that road is harder and harder to climb. It's slower and slower. Each next step in the journey is a further away jump than than you are prepared to take. And, you know, instead of it being a one-year wait, it's a two-year wait or a five-year wait or a 10-year wait. And it seems to be farther and farther out of reach. And there seems to be more and more things in the way slowing you down to get there. So it's a, it, it is progressive, but there are challenges that start to, I think, eat at you along the way uh, because you're not moving at the speed that you're looking for. And now I like to also think about, is there another road? And the third road that came to mind, which I feel like I'm on right now uh, in my journey, and maybe a lot of you can relate to this, is what I'm going to call Stormy Mountain Highway. (laughs) Now, I like the visual it paints, but this, you know, think about all the things that come to mind on a Stormy Mountain Highway. It can be unlit. There might not be all, you know, streetlights everywhere you want them to be. It's probably windy. There are probably trees and animals and, uh, you know, there aren't marked signs. There aren't directions. It's winding. It's uphill. Maybe it's not even paved. Maybe it's a dirt road and it's raining and it's hard to see and it's dark. So there's all these things that make this road, you could see it you know, off the turn, you're like, that doesn't look safe. (laughs) That seems like I'm going to be stuck there for a while. And the scariest thing is I don't know where it goes. All I can see is a line of trees and I have no idea what's behind those trees. And then I can see the road kind of goes up, but there's clouds. So I don't know what's above the clouds. It is not safe. And if I go down this road, gosh, I might end up with a flat tire. I might be stranded. I might die being on this road and not know if anyone can find me and help me get out of it. (laughs) Obviously, that's an extreme view, but it's a picture that I paint in my head of the, you know, what that looked like when I was, you know, heading down the path that felt clearer to me. Now, the funny thing about it is you might even know that this stormy mountain highway is the most direct route. Maybe there are street signs that say routine road, one mile, straight road, five miles, but straight up. And then it's like Rocky Mountain Highway. Uh, that's, you know, the shortest road. It's going to take you a half a mile to get there, but you can't see that far ahead. 
you just know the few feet that are in front of you. Maybe I didn't do the measurement right on that, but I think you guys get the drift. I think the, the point is there are a lot of reasons that you could say, maybe not right now. Maybe it's someday in the future when I'm a little more prepared to take a road like that. I'll try it, but it just doesn't seem like where I'm at right now. I'm pretty happy. I got my goals. I'm cool on the, either the routine road or heading up the, <laughs> the Hero Hill. Uh, I'm not quite ready for the mountain highway, the stormy mountain highway yet. And the funny thing that you won't know until you're on the road, even though you do know that it's most direct and probably rightly so, that it's probably the hardest road to be on because of the bumps and the, the unknown and the unforeseen things you have to deal with. What you learn along the way is when you finally get the courage to just jump onto the Stormy Mountain Highway and you stop worrying about the risks and the safety nets, or you've built enough confidence that you know that you can get through whatever it is to get you there. You've built enough tools, you've built enough of a support network, whatever it takes for you to make that turn onto the road. Once you get there, what I think you, you tend to find is that there are many trails blazed on that road that you didn't know were there. It doesn't have a one set path that goes straight up the hill. There's probably lots of trails. And along the way, there are little markers where someone else has been before you that has left you a hint, that has left you a clue that says, this is a way that you can go if you want to follow the way that I went. You weren't the first person to ever take that Stormy Mountain Highway. And I think that's the biggest message. There are so many people we can learn from. There are so many mentors that have come before us. There's so much knowledge to pull from, from the human existence, from our friends, from our family. There's so much knowledge that's been put into books and onto the internet and into websites and into tools. All of this is right there for you to access along this road. So that if you get stuck, you could figure out how to get there. I don't think ever before there's been as many access points along the way to help us. Little toolkits that we couldn't bring with us, but we're sitting there the whole time waiting to help us along the way. Little bridges that have been built, little trees have been cut down to get out of the way where we're going, little markers that help us find our way when we get lost. And sometimes people along the way to say, hey, grab my hand, I'll pull you through the muck to help you get to where you wanna go. And hey, help me help this other person and we'll get there together. The three of us can trek through this harder part together. There's so much actual community and helpful things along the way that can get you through that road that you never would have seen looking from where you were. But it takes, you know, the, the adventure, the bold, the courage, whatever the thing you have inside of you that gets you to want to take that first step to see that it's not as dark and ominous as you might have thought it was. There are also other drivers along the way who might be coming from behind you or that are ahead of you that would even if you get stuck, might come all the way back down the road to help pull you out because they're feeling inspired by seeing how hard you're trying to get up. What I love about this is that in the help that you're getting, you're seeing all these beautiful examples of what you should be doing along the way and what you should be leaving behind you. And you're so appreciative of the help that you've got that you, all you want to do is make sure the person behind you is, is getting those same advantages. And that community is something that is, I think, way more abundant in a stormy mountain highway than there are on the hero hills and the routine roads. 
there are people that want to help you along the way, but they're not the ones that are really setting the best practices, blazing the trails, doing things different because they, if you're on the routine road and you're learning from someone, they're going to teach you the routines that they learned. If you're on the hero hill, they're going to tell you the couple of little jumps that they made. So they're only pulling from the experiences that they've had until they've been on a stormy mountain highway and have learned from the strife, from having to build something from scratch or from taking a risk, from failing. Until they've done those things, they don't have much to share about how to get over something like that or how to get through it and how to have the right mindset to have the courage to chase something like that. And that's what's beautiful about it is there's so much growth that can happen when you are challenged, when you put yourself out there, when you take risk. And there's so many more interesting people you can learn from when you put yourself in a position to need help or to help other people. And all those roads, there are things on all of them that are similar. They all have some sort of traffic there's some part of, you know, some competition that's doing what you do that has the same skills. So, you know, it's not going to be easy on any of these roads day to day. There's always going to be something that, you know, is going to happen. There's a lane closure. There's a pothole, something that messes up your day or your week, something that sets you back along the way, some sort of limiting belief that says that you're not, you can't get that next mile. There's going to be bad friends that betray you or there's going to be good friends that support you. There's always some things along the way that are common in all these roads. There's going to be accidents that just are out of your control. There's going to be things that hurt your hurt you physically or hurt you emotionally. Uh, there's going to be pain you experience in your life. And that's going to happen regardless of what road you're on. There's going to be mistakes on every road and you're going to learn from those mistakes. The you can't avoid any of these things based on the road you take. What you can do is put yourself in a position to chase the things that you really want out of life and to do them at a faster pace by going off the beaten path. And I th the funny thing about pace is I think there's three different paces. Obviously, you can be moving at zero, whether you're moving your legs and the road's coming out from under you or you're actually not moving at all. Uh, you could be frozen by indecision or by being in routine or just by going through your day to day and not knowing where to go you know, having zero knowledge of like what to do next, being confused. You, because of all these things that can happen in your life, you could be at zero where you're not making progress at all. You're not even moving. That's a pace that all of us are trying to avoid and we're always trying to figure out how to get out of moving from zero. And I think part of that fuel that moves us out of zero into moving forward is the motivation, the passion, chasing something that we are interested in, getting out of your rut because you found something that you actually like that you want to put time into, whether that's personal and your family and your friends or your kids, or it's professional because you're doing something that you want to accomplish in life or achieve or you have a purpose that you are trying to make things better for a certain part of your life that's, you know, that you find value in. Whatever that thing is, you have some kind of fuel that gets you from zero to moving. The, the other pace I think people can move at or do move at a lot is the flow of traffic, as I like to say. It can feel fast, it can feel slow, but it's not much faster or slower than what's going on around you. And 
that pace can be deceptive because it can feel like you are going a million miles an hour, but making no progress. And you don't know why that is. And I think the why behind is because you're going as fast as everyone else. And when you are going a million miles an hour and everyone next to you is going a million miles an hour, it feels like you're not moving at all. And so funny thing, I went skydiving once and you start to fall. The first 10 seconds, you feel like you're falling and it's crazy. And then you stop feeling like you're falling because you're not accelerating. You are moving at the, your final speed and it just kind of feels like you're floating for a while. And that's what I think this road feels like once you're going too fast. It can feel not too fast. Once you're going at the speed of everyone else, it can feel like you're not moving at all. And that starts to be distracting and starts to be, I think, disheartening along the way to say, gosh, I feel like I'm doing all this work, but I'm not really getting anywhere. Why is that? <laughs> and then I think once you find the fuel you need and the path you want to take, there are, you know, people that can go the speed limit. And that is you are going as fast as you can go regardless of what people around you are doing. And the speed limit is not a bad thing. What I mean is you aren't over exerting yourself beyond your capability, beyond your effort, beyond what's healthy for you. I'm saying you can go as fast as you need to, to accomplish your goals. That's not determined by anyone else, but yourself. It's based on your passion, your persistency, what you can accomplish in a day that fits your skills and what you naturally can do with your body and your mind and your soul and your heart. Everyone's got their own speed limit and it's not a negative and you can increase those things with practice and with uh, routines that help you out along your day. But it's a pace that gets you where you're going as fast as you want to go, all informed and fueled by your own passion. And I love that. And it's way better than the complete opposite side of the spectrum, which is backwards. You, you know, if you think zero is bad, you know, not moving at all, even worse is going backwards with for the wrong reasons. We might all have to take a step back to reanalyze a road. I don't think backtracking is bad because technically you're going forward. You've just turned around to go back to where you were for a second and take a different road. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you're trying to go forward and you are moving backwards. And in my mind, that's driven by fear or a lack of clarity. You know, there are lots of reasons that you don't make progress that you actually go backwards in life. And I think a lot of that is you either in losing your purpose or not knowing what you're trying to chase, you don't have clarity. And in not having clarity, instead of trying to find it, you start to re uh, revert back to old habits and lose ground and start to fall backwards and lose confidence. And if you can find ways to put fuel back into your body, find things that motivate you, that can get you out of going backwards and get you clarity that you need and really be introspective about what you're trying to do, you can, in that clarity, get out of moving backwards and get back to heading in a direction that makes sense. Fear is also a big one, I think. I think it's one that I had to deal with a lot. You know, the fear of getting out of my safety net or out of my comfort zone, the fear of failure, the fear of having a path that's different that doesn't have a destination that I'm sure of. Chasing something that you can't see is very scary. But if you know that that's the road you want to take, getting past the fear of taking it and leaving something stable and safe uh, that brought you happiness along the way, taking that different route uh, to get out of your rut or to get out of the thing that you're in, to 
move past the fear is a big jump for a lot of people. And, you know, I was only able to do it through, you know, the finding different passions and different things that I was interested in through the support of family that motivates me and reminds me to chase the dreams that I've set out that support me and say that I'm there for you, regardless of the, where this path takes us from mentors that reach back and say, Hey, you are special and I'm here to guide you. Just ask for it. And I'm there to, to help through the trailblazers that came before that say, Hey, it's doable. Don't be afraid. Come down this road. Here's some tricks and some tips. Here's some tools. Just try it out and just start moving. Just go. If you just start doing, you'll start to see the other things that I've left for you along the way or that other people have left for you. All those people that have come out and said, just do, just start. Find something you're interested in and start to learn more about it. Find something you're passionate about and explore it. Test new things. Try new waters. Invest in yourself. Are there things you want to learn that you want to do? Do it. Get out there and do it. Do something different. Get yourself out of your comfort zone. Be a little scared. Embrace the fear. When I surrounded myself with positive environments and people and a support network, that, you know, me needing to be safe and needing stability in my life, once I had those people that were helping, I couldn't ignore that passion, that, that driving force in my head that said, go out there and do something different. Go out there and build something. Make your mark on society. Give back, help people out, be a leader, be, a, uh, be someone that thinks instead of follows. All those motivations along the way have helped me come to a place where I feel like I'm on this stormy road. I don't see where I'm going, but I'm confident and I'm happy and I'm not fearful anymore. And I wish that for everyone that listens. I wish that you find a pace that works for you, that is moving you forward, that's faster, as fast as you can go in your body, in your mind, in your place in life that's on a route that is not just comfortable, but that is that challenges you and helps you grow. I hope you find mentors along the way that help you. I hope you see the little breadcrumbs that the trailblazers before you have left behind. And I hope you get off the routine road, skip the hero hill and drive straight into that stormy mountain highway and find yourself surrounded by all the other trailblazers that are waiting for you to take your spot on the road to help you along the way. That's all I got for you today. I hope you were inspired. I'd love to hear your feedback. Please leave comments, listen, share with your friends, and have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.